Hello, and welcome to my very first podcast. Um, for those of you that don't know me, my name's Chris Jones. Um, I've been toying with the idea now of, of doing this podcast for, for quite a while, but I've kind of been sitting back on it and uh, not taking action. Uh, after talking to a friend a couple of weeks ago, they, they, they sort of badgered me into getting on with it. So here we am with the first one. Um, this will be that cringe episode that hopefully in several years' time... Um, I'll be referring you back to to have a listen to, have a laugh at. Um, But hey, it's all positive. We've got to start somewhere. So for those of you that don't know who I am or what I do, obviously I've just told you my name, um, but I've been training in martial arts now since the, well, let's say the 1980s, late 1980s, um, originally starting out in the WTF style of Taekwondo, uh, before training in ITF Taekwondo, kickboxing, and then various other things after that, but we'll, we'll come on to that later on. Um, sort of around the late 90s, I started uh, teaching, um, around the same sort of time getting into it full-time, before opening my own school um, around 2002, 2003. It's that long ago now, I can't actually remember. Um, but uh, yeah, I've always had, I guess I've always had a passion in, with for martial arts um, as with many people I got into it uh, for well shall we say um, slightly cheesy reasons um, I uh, big big fan of the Karate Kid Ninja Turtles all that sort of thing when I was growing up um, and it was it was actually the, the Karate Kid that, that really sealed the deal for me early on um, interesting enough with uh, with Cobra Kai on YouTube Red at the moment um, which if you haven't checked out if you're a fan of the, the original films you should definitely go and Go and spend a few quid watching it. Don't download it. Go and support these uh, these productions properly because a lot of people are saying that they're wanting uh, a series two. And if you want a series two, you've got to support these th- these things when they're being released and actually pay for them. It's like one pound eighty or something an episode. So um, don't 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 buy your Starbucks or Costa and go buy an episode of Cobra Kai. But anyway, back back to the subject. Um, so yeah, I got into I got into teaching, opening my own school, and. Um, so I've, I've always sort of, I'm around martial arts sort of six days a week, seven days a week if I'm doing tournaments or events at the weekends as well. Um, and obviously, because that's what I do a lot of, I'm always around other people doing the same thing or sometimes different things. Um, always discussing martial arts in various different forms, various different guises. Um, so I thought it'd be cool to um, to sort of share the experience in a podcast format as well as, as learning a new skill at the same time. Oh, and as the pro, I've got my Facebook on at the same time. So let's turn that off. There we go. Um, so um, sort of things I wanted to, to discuss, really. I mean, first of all, the obvious one, interviewing other people. So instructors, people who have influenced me in my training and my martial arts journey. Um, people uh, from from different industries within sort of martial arts so you know maybe uh, performance-based work or film work or um, people who just train don't necessarily teach um, and I thought that would be it would be a nice thing to share because obviously I'll be learning as I'm going along um, and the option to be able to share that with a wider audience and have other people learn at the same time I thought was pretty cool because you know there are lots of Lots of great martial artists, instructors in this country, um, some of who everybody's aware of, but also there are a lot out there that just quietly get on. Um, and I thought it'd be nice to, to highlight some of those people as well, um, some absolute gems that um, don't really get the uh, attention they deserve. They probably 
probably don't want it to a certain extent, but you know, it'd be nice to to highlight some of those people. Obviously, those that are wanting to, um, wanting to, to discuss industry topics. So, and there's a lot. We all see it on Facebook on a on a daily basis. It's quite subjective, um, and there's some there's some tough thing, some tough tough topics. Um, I won't go into them all now, obviously, but. And we see a lot of people discussing various things, you know, from uh, the way that the industry's going to where it's come from, um, the way people run their schools. Are they full time? Are they, you know, are they charging per class? Are they charging monthly? Um, are they charging up front? This sort of stuff. And, um, you know, uh, class lengths, all that sort of stuff that it's a very subjective thing, but um, I want to I want to bring people in and obviously myself as well discuss discuss it in in real terms and um, it's not sugarcoat it you know um, I think having those discussions is healthy I think it's it's productive and and obviously bringing people in as well and giving them the opportunity to put their side uh, forwards is uh, is important because you know I'm hoping to be able to bring on um, some people that have very very different opinions to myself and to others as to how to run their schools um some of those people i might have actually had well i wouldn't say disagree well yeah disagreements i suppose um arguments maybe even with on on social media um but again i want to bring those people on to chat with them because that's how that's how we you know we move forwards with things and that's how we, we to a certain extent as well learn to understand other people's perspectives um Movie discussion, obviously, that's a big thing for me. I've always been in, always been a huge, huge fan of martial arts movies, um, uh, all the way back to the, the you know the the seventies kung fu stuff, all the way through the eighties, the nineties, uh, sort of the Van Damme period. Um, yeah, so there's there's lots to lots to pick on there. Um, again, bring some people in, discuss that area as well. Um, my own earlier. Uh, career in film um, those that don't know sort of from around the early 2000s through to I would say around 2009 2010 um, I was pretty pretty active in the sort of UK independent film scene um, and then towards the end of the uh, sort of 09 8 7 that area um, I actually started taking on work abroad got the opportunity um, thanks to a good friend of mine Mike Leader um, to to be able to work in China on a, on a production over there and my career was you know just starting to to kick start and you know a few things in life came up that have, that meant I had to sort of just pop it on the back burner um, and that would be something I'd love to discuss as well and getting some some industry professionals and friends from from way back when um, some of those people who when I was starting out at the same time as them, um, they were they were just at the beginning of their career, and they have now gone on to to, to real big things. And it'd be cool to be able to bring them on to discuss their journey, um, and to to chat with them about how they got into um, into the the industry, and obviously share my experience in that as well. Um, another thing that I'm known for is uh, my kicking work. I love to I love to kick stuff. Uh, dare I say, people as well sometimes. Um, and obviously in a in a in a healthy way, uh, well not necessarily for them, but um, yeah, kicking work. I uh, love to throw my legs around, flap my feet about. Um, it's a it's a big big passion of mine, dating back right the way back to when I was a kid. Um, one of the first things that I saw was a was a taekwondo demonstration by my then instructor. Um, 
It was, if I remember right, it was actually to the soundtrack of Best of the Best as well, which made it even more amazing. Um, so, more recent times. So, let's see, you know, this, this weekend gone. I'm sure some of you that are listening were at the martial arts show, the UK martial arts show. Um, I was there both days, as I always am. Um, love to support these types of events. Um, look forward to them every year. A chance to, um, for me as as an instructor, to take my students down. I'm one of those that likes to encourage them to get joined in. Do as much as you can. Immerse yourselves in, in all the martial arts that are there. Um, and it, it, it's great to see them grow as as students and individuals from having the opportunity to train in in things that are completely different to what to what we do and it what's really nice is after that that exposure and that um time they have with different people is them come back and go oh yeah that's you know oh that was great really enjoyed that and then obviously as well some of the stuff they'll kind of come back and go oh, i didn't really like that you know and uh, i don't quite understand this and it, and it's good to be able to have those conversations with them um and it's good experience for them as well so that's one aspect of the the weekend that I always love. Um, for me, getting to getting to meet up with people that I well, I, I should really see more often. Uh, but those people that run full time schools will know it's incredibly difficult to get time away sometimes, um, especially if you're a little bit well. I'm a bit of a control freak, I guess. Um, I still do teach the majority of the classes, which is something I'm working on with my good friend uh, Gordon Bircham. Uh, if you haven't seen Gordon's work, you should really check it out. Um, I, I'm getting there. I'm starting to. Uh, I'm starting to be a little bit less controlling and, and allow other people to do more of the work. Um, but uh, it's good to see those, you know, other instructors, people that I only get to see sort of once or twice a year, and um, see how they're doing, catch up, and um, discuss some of the topics that I would like to go through um, on these podcasts as well. It was uh, what I liked about this year. It was super, super positive, and um, there was stuff going on all the time. Um, I, I personally believe it was, and I'm not saying this just to sort of get some sort of favour from the the organisers, but I really think, and I, other people have said this too, by far the best year, by far the best year. There were more workshops going on. Um, there was a, one thing I did notice: there was a lot less empty areas. There was always something going on. Even though, as is always the case, you know there are people people that don't turn up um, for whatever reason. Um, rather than leaving those areas empty, people were sort of using their own initiative and jumping on and, and starting workshops or or giving people a chance to 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 do new things uh, without having to be told to do it or without asking necessarily, just getting in and doing it, which was which was really really cool to see. Um, as with all these things, there's always there's always room for improvement. Um, but really, I would say this really small things. Um, the couple of things that my um, students came back to me with, and indeed I heard a couple of other people as well, was it would be nice to have, um, um, even if it's just the art that they teach, or, uh, or even a brief explanation of what um, the, the instructors teach and do I mean obviously myself working in the industry um, a good 90% of the names on the list I knew who they were and I knew what they do so I could sort of relay that information but to somebody um, as was the case with a few people that I met there uh, people that are just visiting the show as students that aren't with anybody else 
and they got a list of names and when they're teaching but not really a breakdown of what it is that they do so even if it was just a you know just to say karate or taekwondo or kickboxing or self-defense just so uh, you know so they've got an idea because i think the reality of it is with a lot of these uh, with a lot of students is they go to these events looking to train in arts not necessarily to train with the individuals um, and that's no and I, I mean that with no disrespect to the instructors because there's a lot of high quality high class people there you know, a lot of these students won't necessarily know who these people are. Uh, they're sort of looking for arts to train in as opposed to names. Um, so that was just one thing that um, I had fed back to me from from people. Um, and and another one again, it's a, it's a super super sim simple one for them to fix is um, having the areas labelled. So uh, I mean, we've got we, there was a map uh, layout of the area with uh, area one, two, three, that sort of thing on it, um, but there were actually the the layout was a little bit different there were there were more areas than were listed on the the layout so it was a little bit a little bit confusing at times for people but again look that's that's such a small thing and um, the demos this year were really really good really really good um I don't know whether it was a different mic and PA system this year but I, it might just be my ears are a little bit clearer but um I could hear and and make out what was going on on the stage a lot clearer this time around um, again, that might just be me, but um, the, the demos though, the quality of demos is great. The Sheffield Dragons in particular, their demo team was fantastic. Um, quite a quite a new team they've got there now. Um, but obviously, as you as you always expect from from Terry and his and his uh, school, uh, super super slick, super well put together. Uh, and what was really good, I actually noticed, as is always the case with these live demos that you you're training. Or you should say you're, you're giving multiple times a day. Mistakes are going to happen, but at no point when there was a weapons drop or a slight trip did any of the kids get flustered. They just picked the routine back up, dropped straight back into the choreography, and and carried on. And yeah, it was uh, really, really, really impressive. Really impressive to see. Um, one shout out I do want to do actually quickly in relation to the martial arts show is uh, to uh, to Ken Forrest. Um, who very kindly let me use uh, his workshop area for my uh, for my workshop this time around. Um, obviously, it's difficult for the organisers to know where to put people. Um, my workshop was in one of the with one of the smaller areas, which for the sort of dare I say more practical, ooh, bit of a subjective on that one. Um, but no, you know, there's more sort of self defence based. Um, stationary more stationary workshops it was fine but for mine it was sort of a dynamic kicking workshop and i had kids as young as six in there and adults twice my size um i had 20 there was 24 turned up initially at which point i started not panicking but thinking oh no um how are we going to work this this is this is quite a small area um and i noticed that ken was waiting to start his workshop or he was no, yeah, he was waiting to start his because somebody else hadn't used the area. So I just went across, oh, do you mind if we use your area for a little bit? Because I'm a little bit concerned that we're not, you know, it's not going to be safe. Um, and straight away he was like, yeah, yeah, you know, use it for as long as you want. If you run over, that's cool, no problem. Which was really, really good of him. Um, something I'd like to think other instructors would do, but definitely a really cool thing for him to do. And as it would happen, I then had just short of 50 people turn up. So 
<laughs> he saved the day in many respects. Um, so yeah, big big thanks to Ken for that one. And then of course he took over the workshop straight after I handed it to him. And then they, they, I could see the students having a really really good time in his workshop too. Um, so moving on from there, what other things have I got on at the moment? Well, some of you might have seen uh, that I am in the middle of putting together a online kicking tutorial sort of course. Um, Having taken the lead from several other instructors out there that have been running these online courses very, very successfully, I have been, have well, I've lost count now of how many years it's been, but let's just put it this way, I've had people for a long, long time asking me to do um, online tutorials. I did actually play around with it a little bit with YouTube initially, um, but what I wanted to do is to have something, a dedicated place for uh, these videos to be hosted. And the really cool thing about doing this that I've realized is it's it, it's a permanent record now. Um, I was actually at a charity event a couple of weeks ago and I uh, I damaged my knee pretty well. It was a, it was a good one. And um, it then, that, that, that was what sort of made me realize that it, I really can't afford not to get these techniques um, documented or committed to films so that they're there as a permanent record um, so I spent four hours this Monday gone uh, just getting getting all the stuff that all the content that I wanted down for this initial course this initial course sorry um, I'm hoping I'm hoping that it should be live within this month uh, maybe even within you know a week or two I'm actually off this weekend um, to learn from the the master of this the, this subject which is uh, who is Matthew Chapman um, if you've not seen Matt's Mitmaster work before, absolutely brilliant online learning resource um, and, and a fantastic martial artist to boot as well. So uh, I'm off to pick his brains and learn from his expertise on this subject. Um, anybody else who's thinking about doing this sort of thing, I would encourage I would encourage you to go to one of his courses as well and uh, and learn from the the Mitmaster himself. Um, so yes, exciting times. Obviously, this first podcast is going to be. A little bit shorter at just under 20 minutes and um, because you don't want to listen to me talking on my own for any longer than that I would imagine um, if you do you can give us a ring <laughs> but no joking aside um, this one for me was as much about uh, getting on and getting the first podcast done and uh, getting it out there as it is practice for me with the equipment that I'm getting um, this this microphone I'm using at the moment is actually a temporary microphone uh, just just for while I'm learning how to to edit and upload and host and all that sort of thing um, that we, there will be some much more professional equipment coming in the coming weeks once I've got to grips with everything um, as soon as I have information on uh, my first guest to interview I will of course post it on Facebook there have been some fantastic fantastic instructors that have um, and, and in martial artists that have, that have offered their time up from, from actually from all over the world which is really really cool um, my next task is going to be to figure out the uh, the finer details of recording Skype and, and editing it and all that sort of thing so please do bear with me whilst I uh, whilst I get to grips with that one but hopefully this could be something really cool if, if, if you're interested in getting involved then drop me an email you can reach me at chrisjonestkd at gmail.com or obviously through Facebook um, I'd be happy to hear from you um, any thoughts suggestions ideas um, offers of help that sort of thing I'd be more than more than happy to hear from you and I would really really appreciate your time 
Um, thanks again for listening. If you've managed to get through this nearly 20 minutes of me talking to myself, congratulations. I will send you a sticker in the post. <laughs> um, I won't really, just as this disclaimer. Um, but no, thank you again. Thank you for your time. And I will speak to you all really soon. Bye-bye.